What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You may know Jackson Pollock, the painter famous for his iconic drip paintings. But what do you know about his wife, artist Lee Krasner? On Death of an Artist, Krasner and Pollock, the story of the artist who reset the market for American abstract painting, just maybe not the one you're thinking of. Listen to Death of an Artist, Krasner and Pollock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. This is the Nightcap with Tim Murray and Super Bowl champion Sean King on VSIN, the sports betting network. and running on a Monday evening with 16 teams left in the NCAA tournament. LeBron James going back to Cleveland and uh, playing his butt off as the Lakers as an underdog against his former team. Get it done. LeBron has 38, 11, and 12 assists. And the Lakers get a nice win. And LeBron uh, dunks over his good friend, Kevin Love, and then apologized at post game. Yeah, K-Love was like, bro, I mean, really? <laughs> I mean, I thought we was better than that. <laughs> there was a moment uh, after halftime, Kevin Love went over and put him in he a did. headlock. <laughs> man, I got my people at the game, man. Come on. <laughs> oh, man, but uh, good to see a pulse there from the Lakers as they get the win. They get the cover as a dog. And uh, if you roll with uh, the Lakers on the money line, that was a victory. You know, it's funny, Sean. I, uh, I don't play player props almost ever in the NBA, mm-hmm. uh, but I was sitting there today. I'm like, LeBron's going back to Cleveland. I don't know what the number is, but he's going to go over it. I didn't play it, of course. Cleveland was favored by four. Yep. LeBron James is now 17-1 and one straight up against his former team yeah. in his career. Now, granted, when he went to Miami, the Cavs were terrible. Uh, and, and now, for the most part, since he's been back in Los Angeles, they haven't been very good, but... Yeah, they were. I think this is the first time he has been an underdog against his former team. And uh, I was surprised that Cleveland was favored in that game because uh, Jared Allen is out. Colin Sexton's out. So it's not like they're full strength. That actually was a little surprising. Uh, 
But, uh, you know, Lakers get the win, uh, 131 to 120, the final score there. LeBron goes for 38 points, 12 assists, 11 rebounds, only three turnovers. Uh, Russell Westbrook playing better, so that's uh, that's good to see. All right. We had a big trade in the NFL. Uh, Matt Ryan is now a member of the Indianapolis Colts <laughs> as uh, the Colts only give up a third-round pick. <laughs> what are you laughing about? I'm just laughing at poor Baker. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, but I think this is a – is this an upgrade? That's my question to you. I think so. Is Carson Wentz not a better option in 2022 than Matt Ryan? I, I think Matt Ryan is a better option, in my opinion. Well, that's what we're going to find out. Yep. Um, I think it's a, a lateral move. I think um, I just I, I think Matt Ryan's decision-making is more consistent than Carson Wentz's, but Carson's athletic ability far exceeds Ryan, who's you know pretty much immobile for the most part. So it, I, I'm, I'm interested, how does that balance out? I would say this, and I wonder to get your thoughts on it. I think Matt Ryan for the Colts is an upgrade. If Matt Ryan, let's say, went to let's say he went to Washington, mm-hmm. um, where their offensive line just lost Brandon Sheriff, lost uh, lost uh, Eric Flowers, um, so they they're they're a little bit in flux there. Mm-hmm. I think Carson Wentz is better for Washington, but for a situation in Indianapolis where they just honestly need a quarterback not to screw it up. We've got a elite running back, good wide receivers. Really good offensive line. Just go out there, make plays, and don't implode like we saw the last two games of the year. That That's why I think Matt Ryan is better for the Colts than Carson Wentz. That's a fair opinion. That's a fair opinion, and great things we're going to find out. I know. That's what I love about sports. <laughs> and I'll say this, though. You know, for, for the Colts, though, you didn't really give up anything, right? You got, for Carson Wentz, you got a third-round pick mm-hmm. this year. You swap second-round picks, and you get a third-round pick that becomes a second-round pick next year if Carson Wentz plays over to, uh, 70% of the snaps. You traded for Matt Ryan. You gave up a third-round pick. And their salaries are almost identical uh, as he comes in. I think he's like a $24 million cap hit next year, $28 million next year. So, essentially, what happened was the Indianapolis Colts traded Carson Wentz for Matt Ryan and got a... Swap of second round picks this year and, and, an third. and a third round pick. I'd say that's a win. Yeah, it's a win. Yeah, it is. I'm not. No, I know. I know yeah, what you're saying. Do. I just look. And I at think it. it's fair too yeah. what you're saying. Is, is it an upgrade? I right. think that's a fair question because Matt Ryan hasn't been a Pro Bowler in five seasons. Yeah. And I think everything that you're saying makes a lot of sense as far as an upgrade for this specific team. And I was thinking more. As good as we think Indianapolis is across the board, they're still in a conference that has Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, Justin Herbert, now Russell Wilson, now Deshaun Watson. So is having a guy that's almost a game manager enough? Mm-hmm. You know, once you get into the playoffs and you face that level of quarterback play. So, I mean, they had to do something. They could not go into next year with Sam Ellinger and um, who's the other young quarterback there, there in Indy? Ellinger, the kid from yeah, the kid from Texas. Yeah, they went back and forth. Man, yeah, I'll, I'll look. Yeah, but Ellinger, Ellinger beat him out. So, oh, was the kid from Eason? Yeah, Jacob Eason. Yeah, yeah, Sam Ellinger. You couldn't go into the season with just no. those two, and uh, so this is upgrade. It'd be good. Yeah, it's a good opportunity for Matt Ryan, you know, to get a chance to actually go and try and win a championship. I know he can't sleep at night, huh. you know, because of the one that uh, got away. You know, that got away, but 
Yeah, it'll be good for them. They do have a great supporting cast. Um, and we'll see. All right. We'll let, see. We will uh, we'll talk to Johnny Avello later this hour. Uh, From a gambling perspective, it did not change how I viewed Indy's future odds. And we will get to all of the odds uh, if they've been changed. Division, conference, Super Bowl, MVP, all of that we will get to uh, later on in this hour. Uh, our good friend Jim Root scheduled to join us in the third hour of the program. And uh, Dan Helley, a uh, good friend of the program, uh, he will uh, give his thoughts on, on all things uh, going on. But uh, let's get to the weekend that was. And uh, favorites go 33 and 15 straight up. Underdogs, though, cash in on the spread, 27 and 21 ATS. And pretty much a wash when it came to the totals, as you see right there. 25 to 23. Largest update, upsets, excuse me, by spread. St. Peter's, as we saw that unfold on Thursday night, got it done uh, against Kentucky, plus the 18. Richmond over Iowa, that was on Thursday. St. Peter's again uh, over Murray State. Miami beating Auburn, Michigan over Tennessee, and then New Mexico State with Teddy Buckets uh, beating UConn. You know how you talk about stinky lines? Yeah. I let the line talk me out of what my eyes told me. In which game? St. Peter's Murray State. Oh. When they made that yeah. line, Murray State minus eight and a half, it was almost like they were saying Murray State's the far mm-hmm. superior team. Like St. Peter's was a complete fluke against UK. Like Murray State's going to roll them. And I watched the St. Peter's UK game. I'm like, from a talent standpoint, I mean, this isn't like St. Peter's is making lucky shots. Like they have some guys, they're, you know, out hustling, and, you know, out physicality wise. They were, they were just better than Kentucky. And in my mind, I'm like, Murray State. Kentucky, like, I know Murray State's record is good, but they're not as good as Kentucky. St. Peter's can win this outright, and I didn't bet it mm. because of the line. I I would have bet, if if I did bet it, I did not. Uh, I would have bet Murray State, like you. So I'm happy I didn't bet it uh, because I thought it would be a, a fluke situation. There would be some regression. Uh, you know, St. Peter's is not a great shooting team. Really good defensive team. Top mm-hmm. 30 in Ken Palm and defense. Uh, but not a really good offensive team. And you know what? They got it done again. Uh, and they they played good defense. And that, that really wasn't a game in doubt. I mean, Murray State oh, yeah. was trailing I mean, they, the they entire. They were dominating. They were the right team. They were the better team. And now you got St. Peter's moving on as the East region is the region that has just completely imploded. You always get this every year. The highest remaining seed is Purdue, uh, the three seed, who I was on Texas last night. I wrote it up for VEASAN.com. Very frustrating game on multiple facets uh, because, let's, you know, let's, te- let's, Texas scored 71 yeah. points in 30 minutes and went 10 minutes without a bucket, but also... The refs were bad in that they game. Were, they the were... Purdue really shot 46 free throws yeah. to Texas's 12. 12. Yeah, that was the refs were bad in that game. I mean, they were in the double bonus yeah. with like 11 and a half minutes to go in that half. So I look at Purdue. You know I'm not a big Purdue fan uh, with the way that they play. And that's defense. why I didn't bet the game because you, Jim, all you guys are yeah. on Texas. I definitely wasn't taking Purdue. But if the refs would have shot me an email and said that they were going to give Purdue 46 free throws and Texas 12, you know, then I would have rolled Purdue. But watching that game, Purdue could never put Texas away. Oh. And the only reason they won the game was the discrepancy in free throws, I'm not mistaken, they made 30-something of the 46. Uh, I don't have that. I'll get it for you. Right in front of me, yeah. But that was the difference in the 10-point 
in a game that ended up a 10-point difference. It, it was just at the free throw line. Well, and, you know, for Texas, they were just constantly in foul trouble, and, you know, they couldn't. Well, yeah, when you shoot 46 free throws, right. that generally correlates. I mean, Christian Bishop fouled out. Timmy Allen was pretty much, I mean, Timmy Allen's the leading scorer for, for Texas and, and scored two points. I wasn't impressed with Purdue at all. So here's the thing. and I'm going to bet St. Peter's, by the way. So we're going to be on opposite sides here. And the reason is, I think St. Peter's, if Matt Painter, and I think he's a good coach, I think the game plan is pretty simple. Let's just go inside and dominate them with our two behemoths. We have, we have Zach Eady, who's 7'4", and we have Travion Williams, who's 6'10", I don't know, 270 pounds. So here's my evaluation of those two guys. Eady's tall, but not very good. And Williams is tall and big, but he really thinks he's some kind of like, you know, street ball player. I mean, he just behind the back passes. And, you know, he's always doing something that's a little outside of fundamentally correct. He had 22 right, and he 7. Did. And, he did. And, he's and, talented. And here's the thing about St. Peter's. Like I said, they're not a very good offensive team. They're, you know, 220-something in, in Ken Palm offensive efficiency. They're a good defensive team. They haven't faced anyone like Purdue. Purdue's the number one team in the country in offense. Jaden Ivey's playing well. It, it pains me to say it, but like in the first round, I like Purdue laying 16 against Yale. They win by 22. They bully inferior teams. I think the Peacock run ends on Friday and ends in double-digit loss well, I'm gonna fashion. Be on, I'm going to be on the fight in Shaheen Holloway. So. <laughs> <laughs> we are up and running, and this is the nightcap here on VEASAN. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. I've been a journalist for two decades, writing cover stories for Business Week, Fortune, and Wired. And now, every Monday, I bring you conversations with people who are thinking deeply about work and where it fits into our lives. Like Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella on growth mindsets. The learn-it-all does better than the know-it-all. Or MacArthur Genius winner Angela Duckworth on talent versus grit. Your long-term effort and your long-term commitment are surprisingly important. Each episode delivers pragmatic advice for right now. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Every Day Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. You can build internal resources. That's what the study of psychology is about, building internal resources. Turning towards is one of the most important elements of successful relationships, no matter what kind of relationship it is. The thing that underpins all of this productivity stuff is finding a way to make the journey itself enjoyable. The journey is the destination. The beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. When you don't know what's next, you don't know what's next. And thus, anything can be next. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. 
I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. This is the Nightcap on VSEN, the sports betting network. ready for a fresh start and we mean a real fresh start with lasting change take the zen 10 challenge and switch up the way you've been enjoying nicotine available in a variety of tastes and strengths zen nicotine pouches deliver smoke-free and spit-free nicotine satisfaction try zen nicotine pouches for 10 days or your money back your fresh start is here take the zen 10 challenge today at zen.com 10 that's zyn.com 10 zen nicotine pouches are only for adults 21 and over who currently use tobacco or nicotine. Warning, this product does contain nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Alongside Super Bowl champ Sean King, I am Tim Murray. It is the nightcap. A little calm until it ratchets back up for Thursday night. The Sweet 16 will be here. Thursday's slate is absolutely stellar with Arkansas, Gonzaga, Michigan, Villanova, Texas Tech, Duke, and Houston, Arizona. Cannot wait for Thursday night. Uh, Johnny Avella from DraftKings will join us coming up at the bottom of the hour. Mr. King. I hope he's got like his uh, background that I like. <laughs> his, like his office? Yeah, yeah. I hope he has that back there. Uh, Mr. King. And I wish people could hear us argue during the break. <laughs> and then little Aaron waddles his little five foot nothing butt out here Why giving his hot mean? takes. I got me mean. Aaron's happy today. His. His university hired Kevin Willard. It's not a good hire. It is a good no, hire. No, it's not. Who should they have hired? You? Shaheen Holloway. No. Shaheen Holloway will do very good at his alma mater where he'll be the head coach on Saturday after they lose by 16. I'm just trying to rain on Mr. Oster's parade. I don't want him to get my, start feeling good about himself. It was a good day. It's, not a, it's a good hire. Good hire for Maryland. Well done. Well done. It's a safe hire. Someone got Jeff Capel. <laughs> <laughs> I think Pittsburgh would I think Pittsburgh would pack his bags and drive all his stuff free of charge. You yeah. can have him. And uh by the way, it was a lot of uh ACC hate. I know. On the show and uh would like to send a shout out to the Atlantic Coast Conference teams. They've made a very very good presentation of themselves. Duke is still around. 
Uh, Miami, upset number two, Auburn. Oh, they did. Uh, North Carolina. Oh, did, did Miami beat I Auburn? I thought they were going to drop, rattle, and roll after. They uh, tried to. Blowing a 25-point lead. Yeah, but, you know, they figured it out in overtime. Knocked out Baylor. Just saying, ACC, yeah. you know, guys told me Duke shouldn't be a one, you know, because ACC, none of those wins were any good. and yeah. <clears throat> Well, they shouldn't have been a one. They should have been a three. But, you know. Just saying. Um, but maybe the SEC was a little overrated, even though I was peacocking so hard on Saturday. Uh, I, I, I went back and listened back to on uh, Sunday on a, to our Auburn uh, preview. Man, you were confident in Auburn, and I, I just was. said, I said there, I was, I said their guards are not very good. I said the backcourt of of you, Miami is is very talented. You can't get more confident than having a team winning your bracket, like the whole thing. So I was wrong in Auburn. But again, I'll say this. I didn't think they lost to Miami because of their guards. I thought of the situation where their starting center, Kessler, got in foul trouble. But even before the foul trouble, he never really was locked in. And I thought Jabari Smith played a great game outside of the fact that he couldn't knock down a shot. I thought he was tremendous on defense. I thought his effort, his rebounding, everything was, was – he couldn't hit a shot. I mean, just it is what it is. Sometimes you have those kind of games. Of course, Bruce Pearl did really nothing on the sideline, but – Hey, that's neither here nor there. And shout out to Miami. I mean, every time Auburn started to get back in the game, those guys made shots. Probably one of the best dunks of the entire tournament. You know, so, I mean, hey. Charlie Moore is the real deal. Uh, He gets to go back to Chicago. Uh, The DePaul transfer, 15-9-8. Three steals, the backcourt. I told you, their guards are good, man. I remember when a lot of people tried to tell me that was a bad loss on Duke's regular season. Yeah, well, they lost to Miami. How could they lose so to Miami? This is, Miami's in the I, Sweet 16. Sean is the best. Jeez, He's in please. here peacocking, saying, no shot. Auburn's going to pummel him. Miami wins, and now it's you know, ACC. Really good. Really good conference. I mean, I wasn't pulling for Miami in this game. Trust me. Now, was, it all comes down to Duke there, big boy, on your uh, on your cigar bet. And, of course, the of course Duke is the one region that, like, yeah. Looks exactly like it's seated to look. One is playing four, two is playing three. They didn't do my squad any favors. To get to the final four, we will have to beat Texas Tech, who's very good, and then the winner of Gonzaga, Arkansas. So no easy path for the Blue Devils. Why couldn't we be? <laughs> couldn't you be playing St. Peter's? No, why couldn't we be in the <laughs> East? Yeah, and be playing St. Peter's and the winner of a Come four on. and eight seed. Can't let Coach K sneak his way to a Final four, he's got to earn it. Although I'll say this, depending upon the significance of the injury to 24 at UCLA, mm-hmm. UCLA is playing very good, mm-hmm. like they are. And when you look at it, you know, North Carolina's hot right now. Shout out to Hubert Davis. Uh, people have really gotten down on Hubert during the year, but looks like he knows what he's doing. He has his team playing really good at the right time. I don't know what the play he drew up at the end of that regulation. But Timeout. Hey. Let's run ISO and jack up a three from 40 feet. Hey, you're not going to get any argument from me. I will say this. It's not a North Carolina problem. It's a college basketball problem. Because we saw it time and time and time again. No or extreme lack of execution in the most crucial moments. I mean, take Arizona TCU. TCU's up three. Mm-hmm. Arizona's been running the high pick and roll all game. The guard, instead of fighting on the back hip over the uh, the pick, he tries to play behind it and gives him the space and air to knock down an uncontested three. They get the ball back. 
don't even remotely get into any kind of set play. He's dribbling around on the half court line, half court line about to get a back court violation, loses the ball, and Arizona's like point one 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 hundredth of a thousandth of a second from winning right there. Like, I mean, it's unbelievable at the end of some of these games the the lack of execution. I, I, and I'm gonna continue to say it because it's an issue, man. All this practice time, you know, you know, all, all of the different options you have as far as teaching, whether it be through video, whether it be person to person, however, like it, it's ridiculous, like the lack of execution, you know, down the stretch in some of these games. Yeah, Matherin's hit uh, three-pointer was just – took some manhood right there. Well, uh, you shouldn't have had that space. Like, they've been running that high pick. Why would you Why would you try and go behind it? Like, it doesn't make any sense. Who cares if he drives by you? You're up three, right? You got to crowd the shooter, mm-hmm. make him drive, hit a two. Now we're in the, okay, it's under five seconds left. They got to foul you, you know. But why would you give him the space to get the shot off? Like, that's ridiculous. Well, I'll tell you this right now. Arizona's in some trouble for this Sweet 16 matchup. I like Houston. I think they win this game. I think the odds are showing you that. Um you know, open one, got up to two, back down to one and a half in most spots. I love Houston. Bro. And it's a tough the, game. the big boy for TCU, Lampkin, had 10 offensive rebounds. You know what Houston does exceptionally well? Elite get to the offensive glass. Third in the country in offensive rebound percentage. And they just don't stop. I mean, Kelvin Sampson, I said it on Twitter. And, uh, you know, I, I shouldn't have taken the points with UAB. I thought we would get maybe a, a hot... Jelly, uh, Jelly Walker. I tried to tell you. Didn't happen. Yeah, I tried to tell you a lot of things. Uh, but. Houston was favored in the Illinois game, weren't they? Oh, yeah. 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 And I'll say this. That Three prepared them for Arizona, in my opinion. Having to go against Kofi, it won't be like they've been playing some shorter teams and now they're going to jump to Arizona. But I will say this. Arizona's two bigs are pretty darn good now. They're very good. They're more athletic than Kofi. Like, they finish at the rim. But, again, like, Houston – Last year, I think, was invaluable. I think it really gave the program confidence. I don't think Coach Sampson gets enough credit for the job that he's done. And they're dangerous. If they're knocking down threes, and I'm not talking about these YOLO turnaround, fall out of bounds threes, but the, when they kick the ball inside and the guy passes out the double team and the guy's open, if they're hitting just those threes, I'm just telling you, Houston's going to be tough, man. They can win it all. They could. Um I still think at some point the depth is going to hurt them, but I think this is a really challenging spot for uh, for Arizona. Um, I, I think that you look at you look at Houston and how they're playing. Um, you know they didn't even shoot it that well against Illinois. It didn't matter. Uh, they had 15 offensive rebounds. Uh, they're going to turn you over. Turned Illinois over 17 times. Yeah, Illinois guards played awful. I mean, Curbelo didn't even play in the. He second played so half. bad. Coach didn't even put him back in the game. Yep. Uh, Plummer couldn't hit any shots. Plummer was the reason Illinois, you know, fought back into the game against Chattanooga and Houston nullified him. So I think the line is telling you something. I think there are two games, in my opinion, that the public is going to be heavy on one side, and that's going to be Arizona as a short favorite against Houston. And I think the public is going to absolutely hammer Duke as a short underdog against Texas Tech. Yeah. I'll I, say this. If Kerr, I can't pronounce his last Kerr name. Kerr Creasa. If he goes 1-10 to 10 again, they're losing. He's not healthy. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. I, I was surprised he played as much. And, and and remember this. Look, Tommy Lloyd has learned a lot from being on Mark Few's staff and being his right-hand man for as many years. It's a different thing when you're now the man 
in the Sweet 16 going up against a Hall of Fame coach in Kelvin Sampson. Coaching edge big time on the Houston Cougars side. I can't wait for that game. That might be my favorite game uh, of the Thursday-Friday slate. How did the book fare? Where's the money coming in now? And what did Matt Ryan do to the odds? We'll find out all of that when Johnny Avello, DraftKings Sportsbook Director, joins us next. This is the Nightcap on VSEN, the sports betting network. Wendy's Breakfast is the official breakfast of March Madness. Every day, choose from Wendy's stacked starting lineup like the Breakfast Baconator, Croissant Combos, and Hot or Cold Coffee. And like any great team, Wendy's is bringing the breakfast legends. Oven-baked sizzling bacon, fresh cracked eggs, perfectly seasoned breakfast potatoes, and a simple OJ to bring it on home. Make a fast break to your nearest Wendy's drive-thru and pick up your Wendy's breakfast. The official breakfast of March Madness. Choose wisely, choose Wendy's. Alongside Super Bowl champ, Sean King. I am Tim Murray. What a weekend it was. We got NFL news uh, today with Matt Ryan getting traded. And to sort it all out, we always like the head behind the counter. We do. Good friend of ours, friend of the network. Our guy. Friend of a lot of people. He's just a jolly, happy person. And I'm not talking about Santa Claus. It's Johnny Avello. There he is. What's up, Mr. Avello? How are you? Timmy, Sean, I'm great. Thanks a lot, guys. Good to be on with you. All right. Just uh, the weekend, you're in 18 states now. Uh, DraftKings Sportsbook is people are firing constantly. What was the handle like just overall for these four days? Just phenomenal, guys. I mean, you know, over my expectations, and my expectations were very high, um, I think what happened to the March Madness this year was that we we did have it last year. We ran it on Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Mondays weren't that popular. Uh, the whole thing took place in the state of Indiana. This year was more of the normal March Madness that we're all used to. Uh, you know, we, we aren't in Vegas, but the Vegas guys had people coming in that didn't have to wear masks. So... It just felt like the March Madness of old, and people were just ready to fire. So uh, our handle was just so over the top. I I, uh, I I was so happy to see it, and we got a long way to go yet. Yeah. Uh, Thursday's slate is going to be absolutely tremendous. You've got some big boys, Arkansas, Gonzaga. I mean, Michigan's an 11 seed, but they're still Michigan. You know, they're a household name. They're taking on Villanova, Texas Tech, Duke, Houston, Arizona. Thursday's handle uh, I can only imagine is going to be spectacular. Uh, yesterday, uh, Duke and Michigan State. Uh, how was that for you guys? I, I'm very curious because part of me felt like maybe that was a public dog situation. Duke ultimately, you know, gets the cover uh, against uh, Michigan State. So, you know, two blue bruds in a in a standalone game on Sunday. Had to imagine the handle was spectacular for that game, Johnny. Uh, was that a winner or a loser for you guys? We had two games yesterday that weren't so good for us and two that were very good for us. Uh, the Duke game was not good, mm. along with the Purdue game. Mm. And the two good games that were really good were Wisconsin and Auburn both losing straight up. So, um, but, you know, t- just to isolate on that one game, Duke, uh, they were all over Duke. They yeah. just liked that side. 
I think Shashevsky's usually, you know, normally used to being a big favorite. Uh, and if the general public can bet him at a smaller favorite or even an underdog, which we yeah. see this Thursday, uh, you're going to find Duke money. Johnny, I, I want to make a prediction right now. I don't know what the money split will be, but I think tickets at DraftKings Sportsbook on Duke as a dog against Texas Tech. Let's be honest, a team that nobody really knows anything about if you're a casual fan. I think you're going to be looking at five, six to one on Duke, maybe even higher. What do you think? Yeah, you could be right. But, you know, unfortunately, you're not getting much of a price on the money line. So, right. uh, you know, you, you are you better off taking taking the one point or, or you know, taking even money? Um, you know, when I look at this slate of games this week, you had a, if, if you ask me which game is going to write the most money, I mean, they're all just such spectacular matchups. I mean, Houston, Arizona, I think Michigan Villanova is going to be a big right. It's the game that uh, it's the second game, 430 game on Thursday. But Arkansas, Gonzaga, and you mentioned that Duke, Texas game. Now, when you get to Friday, I think St. Peter's game may have more eyes on it than mm -hmm. most of them. I don't know if people are going to bet a lot on St. Peter's in that one, but I know there's going to be a lot of eyes on the game. But then North Carolina, UCLA, and then Providence, Kansas. The Iowa State-Miami game may be the one that will write the least amount of money out of you know, all eight games, but uh, nevertheless, both teams did the part to get there. Talking to Johnny Avello, DraftKings Sportsbook, Sportsbook Director. And uh, let's get to St. Peter's, the darling. Uh, they're from Jersey City, New Jersey. Shaheen Holloway uh, has done a, an incredible job as they, you know, take down big, bad Kentucky, then followed up by beating Murray State. So here they are in the Sweet 16. Were there people who took some flyers on the Peacocks to make it to the Sweet 16, Johnny? You know, money line bets. What, what kind of action did you see on the Peacocks throughout the weekend? Well, the first game, we didn't see much on them. We did lose on them on Saturday on the second game with them winning straight up. Uh, I'll tell you one thing about the St. Peter's team. Um, they Against Kentucky, they played a great game. They shot 50% uh, and, you know, 50% from three-point land. Uh, and, and they didn't make a lot of mistakes. The next game, they were very fortunate because they didn't shoot as well, but they rebounded well. I think they need to get back to shooting them well again if they want to beat this Purdue team. One interesting fact about St. Peter's is a good friend of mine who is from my hometown, uh, Richie Rinaldi, played for St. Pete's, uh, averaged 23 points a game there. And I texted him today and I said, hey, Rico is what I call him. Hey, Rico, what a... Uh, what a story for St. Pete's, huh? And he goes, yeah, my phone's ringing off the hook. So I guess they're looking for find all the St. Pete alumni and, uh, and to buzz them about what's going on. And I, I think they're all happy to do so. You know, March Madness is such a big deal that it almost is kind of overshadowed that baseball, Johnny, is actually starting in 10 days. So what kind of uh, action have you guys gotten from a future standpoint and some of these trades and player movement? Has it impacted any one team significantly? Well, in, you know, you, you said baseball, right, Sean? Yes. Uh -huh. Yeah, you know, I, I'm glad it's back. It, um, we didn't have a lot of time to write the regular season wins, but we did get them up as soon as they announced they were going to play the full season. 
people have been betting the future book the whole time. And some of these other props we had up, like most hits and most home runs, still, regardless of how many games they played, somebody had to win it. We didn't put a number on it. So we were right in business on that. But I'm glad these guys have uh, resolved their issues. And I'm very happy to have baseball back with a complete season. Well, and, and football just can't keep its its hands out of it. Right. They, they need to be in the news cycle. They just can't let basketball have it, right? We have the Tom Brady news on Selection Sunday, Deshaun Watson news. Uh, what was that? Opening on? weekend. Yeah, yeah. and then uh, Matt Ryan today, which isn't as big as, as the other two. Uh, let's start with the most recent. Matt Ryan going to the Indianapolis Colts, Johnny. Uh, what moves, if any, did you guys make today with the news that Matt Ryan will be quarterbacking the Colts this year? Yeah, pretty good move there. I mean, we had the Colts like 35 to 1. Now we have them 25 to 1. So certainly we believe that's an upgrade. Uh, and then when you look at the Atlanta side, we had them 60. We raised them to 80. So, of course, what was good for one, not so good for the other. <laughs> well, um, and, yeah. yeah. And, and then, you know, we, we've got the board up there, too. You know, uh, what shift did you guys make in the division? Because it, it is really a two-team race between – the Colts and the Titans, and it felt like maybe the Titans had the upper hand. Uh, do you think there's a bit of a shift there? What did you guys make of the division odds? Well, it certainly tightened up. We thought the Titans were the, by far the better team, uh, and we had them at plus a dollar. Now we have both teams at plus a dollar twenty or six to five. So you get both either teams six to five. The Jags are six and a half to one, and the Texans are twenty-two to one. That's for the AFC South. So. The trade certainly tightened up. Uh, certainly tightened up the division. You know, considering the Deshaun Watson move to uh, Cleveland, I know it had a huge impact from a future standpoint. Have you heard anything about a potential suspension, and uh, how would that impact or change the Browns' futures numbers? Well, it will. It will, Sean. You know, the interesting part. I think this new contract that he signed. He's where he makes. He makes very little the first year, right? It's yeah. I think it's a million bucks, and then and then it you know it's really back end loaded, and the reason for that is is that most likely he's going to be suspended a few games, uh, and so if you're going to get dinged, you get dinged on a small salary. Um, it will change a lot. We have him sixteen to one now to win the Super Bowl. Uh, you know if there's going to be some suspensions, that number is going to go north for sure. But you know we'll wait. We're not the ones deciding suspensions. We're just bookmakers and waiting to hear what the authorities <laughs> FB might say. Well, Johnny, I can only imagine uh, you take a little uh, little rest because this weekend will be another crazy one. Thursdays is loaded uh, of a slate as we could ask for for college hoops. Always appreciate the insight. We'll talk to you soon. You're welcome, guys. Have Thanks, a fine Jay. night. There he is. Johnny Avello, DraftKings Sportsbook. Sportsbook. Director. Well, we mentioned Matt Ryan. We talked about it a little bit to start the show. What do we think about the Colts moving forward now that Matty Ice is headed to Indy? It's a nightcap. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, 
We've got you covered. You can build internal resources. That's what the study of psychology is about, building internal resources. Turning towards is one of the most important elements of successful relationships, no matter what kind of relationship it is. The thing that underpins all of this productivity stuff is finding a way to make the journey itself enjoyable. The journey is the destination. The beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. When you don't know what's next, you don't know what's next. And thus, anything can be next. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s... I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. I've been a journalist for two decades, writing cover stories for Business Week, Fortune, and Wired. And now, every Monday, I bring you conversations with people who are thinking deeply about work and where it fits into our lives. Like Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella on growth mindsets. The learn-it-all does better than the know-it-all. Or MacArthur Genius winner Angela Duckworth on talent versus grit. Your long-term effort and your long-term commitment are surprisingly important. Each episode delivers pragmatic advice for right now. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the sports betting network. Get everything you need to bet the madness this year with tw- with 24-7 streaming daily best bet emails in our tournament betting guide, including advice, data, and strategy for only 19 bucks. Whether you're filling out a bracket or betting against the spread, our team is here to get you ready for every game and every round 
of the tournament. Get analysis from our experts, Hoops Peterson, Matt Humans, Jonathan Von Tobel, and yours truly. We'll have insights on every key team, conference, and player to watch, from the favorites to the potential Cinderella's. Sign up today to get the betting guide plus full access to VSIN through the end of the tournament, April 5th, for only 19 bucks. Head over to vsin.com slash madness. Man, yesterday afternoon, Sean, I was feeling good. Mm -hmm. I had the under in Notre Dame, Texas Tech, never in doubt. I was a little worried we might get overtime, and uh, ultimately Texas Tech pulls away, wins 59-53. So I was like, yeah, feeling good. Wrote that up for the website. We talked about it on Friday night, feeling good. All right, Texas, bring it on home. My final entry into the uh, last man standing competition. I paused the game. I was on dad duty. Put the little guy to bed. I go down, get a get a glass of wine, ready to go. And then they go 10 minutes without scoring. And I'm thinking, well, this sucks. And then they come back. Ultimately, not to be. 46 to 12. 46 to 12 discrepancy at the free throw line. Hey, man. We tried. <clears throat> Refs did them no favors. My write-ups on uh, vcin.com. So if you faded me, you're like, ah, Tim sucks. Well, <laughs> you went three and three. And if you really like me, you're like, ah, oh, Tim's the best. And we went three and three. So it was, I didn't make anyone money. We just we just went three and three. But maybe you pick great, and choose. I had a great weekend. Great weekend. Auburn lost. Tennessee lost. Yeah, but I, I didn't like that number in the Auburn game. It was seven and a half. So I didn't really touch it, you know. You love Tennessee. I told you. I did. I told I told Derek. I did. I told Derek. And I, I texted with uh, Chris Andrews on Saturday, and then uh, John Murray over at the Westgate got some ticket counts, and it's just maybe even that happier. I'm like, oh, yeah, Michigan, baby. I got to give Michigan credit, man. It kind of is what it is. Oh, this is what I won in the Tennessee game because I didn't bet it before. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know what I was doing. I wasn't paying attention or something. The game went <laughs> off. But I, I took them in the first half in game okay. and got, like, plus money on them at, like, uh, minus three and a half or something. They end up going into halftime up five. Mm. All right, uh, so we'll get more hoops uh, as the show goes on. Um, you know, dive back into the games that we haven't hit on, updated region odds, a lot going on. But pretty big news in the NFL. We hit on it to start the show. We'll get into uh, how things have shifted. Um, you know, real quickly, because we, we mentioned Matt Ryan going to the, to the Colts, which is the biggest news. Mm -hmm. But Marcus Mariota goes to Atlanta. He's going to start there, likely going to draft a quarterback, right? Uh, whoever that may be, do they trade up? Maybe go to one, go to one, go to one. Get Malik Willis. Um, Marcus Mariota to Atlanta, back as a starter. How do you think he fits there in Atlanta? I mean, nobody knows. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Marcus Mariota gets hurt getting out of bed in the morning. That so is true. He does. I get hope a Atlanta has up. another option because they have Felipe Franks, who they drafted. I thought this move signified. Atlanta's going quarterback in the first round. I don't know who it is. I don't know which one they, you know, are leaning towards, but you have to be going quarterback, right? You're like, mm -hmm. come on, Marcus Mariota has been injured almost every year in the National Football League. Oh, they got the right. Marcus so, Mariota's you not can't the, go into the, the face season of your future. Even thinking that he's going to be available. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I would anticipate, expect them to go quarterback. And, you know, maybe Mariota's like a bridge guy as you get the young guy ready. I mean, because the way that it's, it's, Atlanta picks where? Eight. Atlanta picks eight. They could potentially have this entire group of quarterbacks available. Yep. So, you know, which are, however they have them ranked, you know, they're more than likely to have an opportunity. I could see Malik Willis, mm -hmm. you know, going somewhere. Oh, and did you like see to the, the news today? Um, 
Kenny Pickett's hands grew. He got bigger? Yeah, they got bigger they hands. They measured him again? Yeah, he had a pro day, magically, a uh, quarter inch bigger. <laughs> <laughs> I told you I wasn't worried about it because he didn't fumble the ball. Like, no, when you watch the film, he wasn't like this, you know, guy that fumbled the ball all the time, so I wasn't worried about that. So anyway. the Panthers pick at six. So what I would do if I were Atlanta, so let me talk to Atlanta right now, okay? So I've got a 75-1 ticket on my Malik Willis going number one. I think they should trade up to one. No way. Just secure your guy. No way. Why not secure your guy, Atlanta? I don't think there's enough separation between. <laughs> Come on. Shh. Are you going to give me some of the 75 to one yeah, ticket? Yes, I will. If, if we can Do will. Do I get to pick how much? <laughs> if we can will this home, <laughs> you will get a cut. I will have a party for the whole crew if we can will Malik Willis home. If. If, you know, in a month here in Las Vegas, Roger Goodell gets up with the first pick, the Atlanta Falcons in a trade with the Jaguars select Malik Willis. I mean, this is going to be a fast. I'll be dancing on this set right here. I mean, I'm waiting for Trent Baalke to say Kyle uh, Hamilton with the first pick. I just he going to do something strange. I mean, you got a future Hall of Famer and Kyle Hamilton. Really bright guy. You know, I would I would pick him. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Let's get to uh, Matt Ryan and the Colts. Kayvon Thibodeau. Um, you're hoping for that. You need to get a ticket on it. I do. Oh, you do? Did you get no, it? No, I need to get yeah, one. Yeah, why not? I mean. I've been busy. Who the hell knows? Trying to figure out was Duke going to cover. <laughs> they did. Yeah. Your guy, Jeremy Roach. I was nervous. Came through. He actually played his been best playing, game. He's been playing better. He, slightly. But he, <laughs> he played a good game against Michigan State. Hopefully, you know, he can carry over. So we're going to need him against Texas Tech. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll dive into that game, obviously, all throughout the week, two different angles. But uh, I've got some thoughts uh, on that game. But uh, the odds, we just heard from Johnny. Please, uh, I hope you're not on Duke's side. Oh, no. Gosh, I'm I hope you're on Texas Tech. Of course. Yeah. I'm going to bet Duke with the rest of the masses? Maybe <sighs> cigar bet right now. No. Oh. <laughs> see, see where his confidence is I have is Texas at. Tech beating Duke in my bracket <laughs> in this game. So, I mean. <laughs> I was, you know, what's so crazy because I'm not a huge Notre Dame basketball fan. And all I had was the under in that game. I'm kind of a hater, I guess. I'm like, come on. Notre Dame's going to get spanked by Duke. Let's, let's not, we need Texas Tech to win this game. And they did. I, I, I started kind of cheering for Texas Tech there at the end. Like, it's been a good run, Irish. We had fun. We kept You're it close. A hater. We beat Alabama by two touchdowns, something we can't do on the football field. We beat them basketball. You're a hater, man. I never said that I was – I didn't pick Notre Dame to uh, to beat Texas Tech. So. <laughs> I'll be honest. Um, what, uh, what's the guy's name? For which team? Trey Wirtz. That's the one that uh, took the ball the last two possessions for Notre Dame. Was that him? Wasn't it number two? Uh, I think it was Trey Wirtz. Okay. Ball should have been in Ryan's hands. Cormac Ryan? Yeah. Yeah, he was a bit off yesterday. He wasn't uh, That's all right. on fire like he was. That's all right. They all should have been in his hands. And they blew it. They had a chance. They did. They yeah. did. They blew it. They were up. They were up at the final media timeout. I'll tell you this. Here's the one thing that gives me some confidence. Duke versus Texas Tech. Mm-hmm. Texas Tech likes to play games in, like, the, the high 50s, low 60s. Mm-hmm. They're not holding Duke to that. Mm-hmm. So, to beat Duke, they're going to score points. Now, if Duke was more consistent on defense, because they have the athletes to play it, well, I'd be they higher. Just don't like playing defense, right? Like we give up the, mo- the most amount of easy back buckets as anybody I've ever seen. Hopefully, Griffin is okay. I have not heard any reports because he's a big part of doing that. But Texas Tech's not holding us to sixty points. Fifty-three is what Notre Dame. It's not happening. No, they won't hold them to fifty-three. But 
this is, I mean, Texas Tech is the best defense in the country. That's all right. And they're not holding us to that. In the top 30 defenses in the country, Duke has faced one. That's all right. This year. So who was that? Uh, it was Gonzaga. Uh, who, how many points we score against them? 84. Thank you. Played well. Hey, right now, Texas Tech, uh, Duke. Nah, I got to see. I got to get a report on Griffin. I got some feelers out. We'll find. We'll see. I'm just telling you. I'm pulling from my squad. I'm just telling you right now, the splits on that ticket count are going to be outrageous. They are. Outrageous. But the the line is telling you that the the oddsmaker thinks it's a picket. I know. Which I think most people would assume that Duke, with all of the NBA talent, them being the higher seed, Come on, what would it be, be a by favorite. one? I'm just saying. Jeez, don't throw that out there like we're playing like an 11 seed. But it's the two are. versus the three. Are they not the higher favorite? Yeah, but you know your your, your subtleties are, are what make you like. You do you not do you not agree that this will be a lopsided ticket? Unlikable sometimes for Duke fans. Do you who? Yeah, because there's so many Duke fans. I feel bad. I know it's been a rough go for Duke fans your your whole life. It's been real tough. We've kind of underachieved. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. We have. Yeah. Do you, you want a tissue? No, not at all. all right. We don't want sympathy. We want championships. Yeah, you haven't had one seven that, years. That's what I'm saying. And you're not kind getting, of underachieved. And you're not getting one. And once this year, you don't get it. I get a nice another well, little check mark. Well, well, first of all, first of all, pump your brakes, Paul Revere. Um, we need to clarify something before we go to break. If Duke loses, what do we play, Thursday, Friday? Thursday. Thursday, and then Kansas loses Friday. It's still the round of 16. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, no. But All you right. remember, you have Auburn, Kentucky, I know, and Duke. I yeah. have the feel. But yes, if if Duke loses on Thursday yeah. and Kansas loses on Friday, yes, that okay. is a push. All right. I forgot about that one. Oh, I like that one too because we got Providence and then we got Miami <laughs> or Iowa State. Come on, Ooh, I forgot was... about that one. It's a nightcap. <laughs> <laughs> Check out. Check out. Check out. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Every Day Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Every Day Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You may know Jackson Pollock, the painter famous for his iconic drip paintings. But what do you know about his wife, artist Lee Krasner? 
on Death of an Artist, Krasner and Pollock, the story of the artist who reset the market for American abstract painting, just maybe not the one you're thinking of. Listen to Death of an Artist, Krasner and Pollock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts.